How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just, like, the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes after him. And it just it's really positive to see that. Be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch Schmid, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Take another page off the calendar and another Bucks win. Just how good do they get? Giannis continues to marvel and. Throughout the 82 games of a NBA season, you're going to get some tensions flowing, right? You're you, 12 dudes on each side, five on the floor on each side. I mean, there's going to be some testosterone flowing. Giannis wins that fight tonight. And if it would have went to a scrap, I would have taken this club. I'll tell you this. I know Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin are some big dudes over on the other side. I'll take this team eh, about against maybe maybe half of the NBA. Bucks win tonight 127-103 in Detroit at Little Caesars Arena and it was not no as brutal or as violent as it has been the last couple of games but the Bucks do not win by 40 but they win by 24 and that is impressive in and of itself. They've now won 13 consecutive. The Bakers dozen is complete for the winning streak in the Milwaukee Bucks. Now 19 and 13 through their first 22 games of the 2019-2020 season. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Pick and Save, where you are now able to save with great deals, fuel points, and digital coupons more ways than ever before at Pick and Save. And we're driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North inside the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. This was another classic game that we've seen here through the start of the 2019 season. Games where the opponent is clearly just outmatched, and once the Bucs finally put it away, it is over, and Giannis said it was over after Blake Griffin decided to get a little bit, get a little feisty. Blake Griffin, Gary Ellerson pointed it out perfectly on Twitter, Blake Griffin was trying to punk Giannis Atetokounmpo tonight on the floor. 34's getting punked. By no one. I said it, this man was giving Blake Griffin the business. Blake Griffin and Bruce Brown both get teed up. Chris Middleton comes in this midway through the third quarter as the Bucks had a sizable lead at halftime. And obviously tensions are gonna flare. The the Pistons aren't aren't good. We all know that. They're not they're not the team that they want to be. Guys on that team 
aren't happy with where they are. Playoff team a year before, Bucks drilled them in four games last year. I mean, absolutely just destroyed the Pistons in those four games last year in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. So, and and most of that team is intact in Detroit. So they know all too well about the ones in the Cream City jerseys tonight. So Bruce Brown, Blake Griffin, both little gentle tap of Giannis, a little more than that maybe, keep him on the ground. And then Blake Griffin just thought he was going to walk over the reigning defending MVP. And I say defending because he is making a case to be the MVP once again. Averaging over 32 points a night, 13 boards, and six dimes. Yeah, James Harden, you can take your 38 shots and 24 free throws away. That's fine. This dude is right now the leading candidate for the MVP again. The only one that possibly could have a case at this particular point in time, my personal humble opinion, LeBron James. If we're going to have that debate, those are the two front runners for the MVP right now in the NBA. But I watched this again. We talked with John McLaughlin earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show. I want to bring you some of that conversation because it was just great basketball conversation that we got to have with Johnny Mack earlier today. So I want to have some of that for you here later on in the program. We're also going to hear from Matt Velasquez. Mike Budenholzer straight ahead, and we'll go through our game recap here in about 10 minutes from right now. But the way that this team comes together, the way that this team is going to move forward together into the NBA playoffs and hopefully reach all the heights and and everything that we talk about of, of this team possibly being able to be championship worthy. There's a difference between the way this team is constructed and many other teams in the NBA. But this dude, Giannis Atetokounmpo, and whatever you want to say about Chris Middleton, obviously are in lockstep. Giannis goes down, Chris Middleton is right there to get into the face of Blake Griffin. And don't think that Giannis was taken that lightly, that his dude was up first to make sure that he was in in the teeth of Blake Griffin after he disrespected the MVP like that. Then the MVP of the league says, okay, I got to make sure this doesn't become a habit of people in the association. What do you do when you think something might become a habit? You put it out quickly. Giannis extinguished that habit. If Blake Griffin wanted to make it one, scored 10 straight points. Three on personal fouls from Blake Griffin. One on probably the longest three we've seen him hit this year. The development of 34 and the way that Giannis has come into his own was marveled at by somebody that has won a championship in this town and watched more basketball than and forgotten more basketball than I've possibly watched in my entire life. At least. The way that he works, the way that he plays, the way that he finishes is something to be marveled at. And when you have this team around him that's constructed to try to magnify his talents and and make his his greatness even more personified. It's pretty incredible to watch. And they've now won 13 straight 
and they're doing it this time on foreign soil up in Detroit. They beat the Detroit Pistons 127 to 103 tonight at Little Caesars Arena. Giannis drops 35, had nine rebounds, did not have an assist tonight. A couple of blocks, no steals. Chris Middleton, 6 of 12 from the field, 25 points. Or 25 minutes, 17 points. 10 points apiece from Ursan Ilyasova and Robin Lopez. Lopez with 18 minutes again tonight as Brooke Lopez did return to the lineup for the Bucks earlier on tonight when this thing started way back at 6 o'clock. 414-799-1250. There's also some weird things that went on in this game. Even weirder than Blake Griffin thinking he was going to walk over Giannis and get away with it. 414-799-1250. If you want to join the conversation right now, we'll go out to Troy. He's in Sussex. He's up on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. What's going on, Troy? Hey, what's up, baby Tosh? Um, kind of weird of a weird game from the start. Um, didn't have a really good feel from the start, but um, you know, another good game from the box. They pulled it out at the end. But like you were saying before, the MVP conversation's kind of coming down between Giannis and LeBron. And the big knock that I've noticed um, on the Lakers is that they haven't really played anybody. At least that's what I'm hearing from other people. Um, Bucks also really haven't played that many great teams mm-hmm. other than the Jazz a couple weeks ago. So my question for you would be, uh, do you think that, I mean, the Bucks play the Clippers in a few um, days here coming up on Friday. I was wondering if you think the Bucks are on the same level as the Lakers because I certainly think they do. Yeah, no doubt about it, Troy. I, I I certainly believe this team is on par with everybody in the association. There's no there's no teams that are going to walk out here and and stun the Milwaukee Bucks and and be able to just overpower them with their talent. Now, do do the Lakers prop have two legitimate stars that their two best players probably better than your two best players? Sure, but when I look at the entire lineups that are going to go in there one through twelve, and the Bucks might go ten deep in a game like that, uh, I don't think their depth can compare to what the Milwaukee Bucks are able to throw at them. But in a seven-game series, if this ends up coming down to it, usually I think the best player wins that or the best couple of players. That's where I think the hesitation comes. But right now, I, I fully believe that they're on the same par. You you do as well? Yeah. Um, just the one thing that concerns me, um, I have no doubt in my mind that the Bucks are obviously going to make at least the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, only problem that I have is uh, if Bledsoe is going to show up because the past two postseasons, he really hasn't. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Bledsoe is kind of the X factor on this team. I mean, everyone says Chris Middleton needs to show up. I think he's pulled his weight for the most part. Um, but I think Bledsoe is really the X factor for these playoffs. If the Bucks are going to go deep, Bledsoe is the one that is going to have to show up the most in the playoffs. Other Tro- than Giannis and Middleton. Troy, I couldn't agree more, man. Thanks for the call. Take a good easy, all right? Thanks. I couldn't agree more with the Eric Bledsoe needing to be the significant playmaker once this gets into crunch time. If Eric Bledsoe wilts, this team will fade. It's it's just cause and effect. It's just how it goes. At that position, in those, with those stakes on the line, in the playoffs, he cannot have the kind of playoffs that he's had the last two seasons. Just can't if they are going to be able to get there. But I say this to set up another. John McLaughlin echoed that exact same sentiment earlier today when he joined us out at the toy drive. And the way that you quantify Eric Bledsoe is maybe not in the final point total, but 
the amount of pressure that he can put on a defense. Like, he's like a quarterback pressure in football. Do they have stats for it? Yes, it's field goals. You you connect, you score, you assist. Those are the stats. Like, you can find it on the scoreboard. But to be able to penetrate the lane like that and like he needs to do for this Bucs team to be as good as they can be, he needs to take on a lion's share of that. He needs to understand that the penetration after Giannis is going to be with him. And it's got to start with Bledsoe, as Troy just alluded to. It's got to start with Bledsoe. He's got to set the tone early. I felt like this team moves the way Eric Bledsoe moves a lot into last season because when he was in his zone, when he was penetrating, when he was driving, when he was pushing the pushing the issue, they were a dangerous team, man. But when he takes his foot off the accelerator and after five or six minutes he hasn't gotten his shots, maybe misses the first two, he can start to slow and fade and just not pack it in because that's just not the right word. But the way that you, with the intensity that you attack, the Bucks feed off that. And especially the defense that is going to have to collapse on that type of pressure. It, it can't be measured how much it helps Giannis and the rest of those guys freeing up and having that dude that can penetrate and is that feared penetrating the lane like Eric Bledsoe. He's done it for a really, really long time in this league. We'll continue on with that conversation. Does the MVP race start and end with Giannis and LeBron? 414-799-1250. I can make a couple of different cases, but it doesn't appear to me at all that it's going to be anybody but those two. LeBron James, Giannis Atetokounmpo. One's been in the league for 15-plus years. One's working in his seventh season in the NBA. There's a player of the 90s, a player of the 2000s, player of the 2010s. Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. Who's going to be that in 2020? It appears that one might be dawning before our eyes. It's the Big and Safe Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. We're inside these beautiful Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin Studios, guys. And imagine your home being more energy efficient this year and is in little as one day. Even in winter. Yes, in winter, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin is going to install year-round at your house because they understand that your heating and energy bill, your Comfort, your happiness, is is worth more than them being a little bit chilly. Here's how you do it. First, Pella certified staff members come out here and seal off the entire room for the rest of the house. Next, they remove the old leaky window one at a time before moving on to the next one. They fill it with a new energy-efficient Pella window in just a matter of moments. Guys, not just one or two opportunities for you to pick out which kind of Pella window you want, but nine styles of windows to fit your particular taste. Luxurious wood, fiberglass, vinyl, all different options, and options across every budget for the financing that they'll find you at Pella Windows and Doors. This is not something that you can put off any longer because you need windows now. The winter is here. If you haven't thought about it for the last month, it slapped us in the face. We didn't get fall. We got summer and winter. 
but they will be out to install your new Pella windows today. The best high, the best lifetime limited warranty around on wood windows. Innovations, you don't even see the new roll screens. They just practically disappear out of view. So you're going to be able to see and feel and touch every single part of your great new Pella windows. Replace now and save with 0% APR financing for 48 months. Schedule your free, no obligation consultation today at WI or Pella, WI. Dot com today, or you can also go check them out in Brookfield at the brand new Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Experience Center. Once again, PellaWI.com to schedule your free no-obligation consultation today. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch, talking about the MVP race because I think one of two front runners is in your town. He's the reigning defending MVP, and he showcased a different part of himself tonight at the expense of Blake Griffin and the Detroit Pistons. The Big and Save Probes postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz Milwaukee North. We're back after this on The Fan. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Well, Blake Griffin turned himself into the enemy pretty quickly tonight for Bucks fans. Four of 17. <laughs> Blake Griffin, four of 17 from the field tonight. Two of eight uh, from the three-point line. Six of eight from the foul stripe. And then uh, he decided that he was going to walk over Giannis in the middle of the third quarter. Giannis reacted pretty much how I just did. He just sunk down, sat down, and and Blake didn't do it, like, over his full body, you know? Like, he didn't disrespect him and, like, where Giannis was seeing up his shorts. But just walked over Giannis's legs enough to make it known that, hey, sit down, dude. You're, what are you going to do? Giannis didn't do anything. Chris Middleton did. Chris Middleton got up into his face, and he wasn't going to play any of the games that Blake Griffin decided he wanted to play. And this is how it sounded on Fox Sports Wisconsin with Marcus Johnson and Jim Paschke as everybody calms themselves down a little bit. But Chris Middleton, he says, you're not going to do that to my guy. This is how it sounded on Fox Sports Giannis Wisconsin. Giannis works against Griffin. Double team. And the foul, I believe, yes. Giannis goes down. Griffin steps over the yeah. MVP. He, didn't, he did just step over him. He pushed him down. And he Middleton is letting him know about it. He pushed him down. And, and that's what you're supposed to do if you're Chris Middleton. Because Blake initiated some totally unnecessary contact. And we talked about something going on between these two players. And, and, and you saw it demonstrated on that possession right there. They'll replay this. And they did. It took about six and a half minutes, and finally a technical foul was assessed to Blake Griffin, Bruce Brown, as well as Chris Middleton, Bruce Brown. Uh, Not an innocent bystander in the entire situation, but he was definitely uh, a different acting cause. He was part of the pushdown that Jim Paschke mentioned there first of Giannis to the ground. So then Blake Griffin decided, I'm going to do it one one more and then step over, I'm going to step over Giannis. It's just a bad idea, dude. That's just a bad call. Like, that's a bad business decision. If you're going to make decisions in life, there, there are some that are going to be based upon wants, some based upon needs, and some based upon what we like to call best for business. 
that was not best for business by Blake Griffin. That was just not good. Not a smart call, buddy. But I'm glad you did it. I really am. Because it allows me to make fun of you here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, and that's what I'm all about. My name is Bill Schmidt, Baby Tosh. Appreciate you hanging out. You can dial us up at 414-799-1250 if you have a couple of thoughts on the game or if you have a thought on this MVP race that, to me, it appears that it's down between two guys. It, it, it appears to me that it's going to be Giannis and LeBron and James Harden is going to be in the conversation because he makes himself the conversation, right? Like, you shoot the ball that many times, dude, you're going to be a part of it, I guess. I understand. Him and Russell Westbrook shot the ball almost like 70 times last night. In a two-overtime game, this man shot 20% from three, four of 20, and shot 38 times. He was 11 of 38 from the field. So he's going to be a part of it. Now, the other name that I think is is very intriguing in this MVP race that I didn't see coming early, I didn't plan on being a part of it, but he, by the way he's distributing the basketball and scoring it, he'll be a part of it, and that's Luka Doncic. Averaging over 30 a night and dishing out over nine assists a game, that's going to get it done. But, guys, when I see LeBron James averaging over 10 dimes a night, Scoring over 25 points. Having almost seven boards a night. Like, at his age, this point in his career, where that team was last year, I'm, I am I do feel hard-pressed to see voters are going to give it to a back-to-back MVP who's only 24 years old. Then, if this pace continues for a 34-year-old LeBron James... I feel like 23 might get it, and I don't think it's a West Coast bias. However, if, let's say the shoe's on the other foot, say Luka Doncic is able to continue this for the entire season, I think that might warrant it even more, however good Giannis can be this season. Like, his numbers right now, at 30 points, 13 boards, and over almost six assists a night, that's that's going to get close to being almost shoe-in spot. But you're a second- or third-year player in the league, and you do what Luka does, you're going to have an opportunity. You do it in your first season, uh, that is going to probably get you the award. I don't think, and I hope they don't hold it against him, that he is a rookie and they just slot him for the Rookie of the Year award, because that's not fair, because what that young man is doing deserves it. But what Giannis and LeBron both do on the offensive side of the floor, as well as the defensive side, it just seems to me like it's going to be a two-horse race. In West Bend, Tanner's up on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. Hey, Tanner. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. Yeah, so I just wanted to bring up, you know, Marcus Johnson said something really good in, in the postgame, and, and he said, you know, Blake Griffin is looking at Giannis now and, and thinking to himself, you know, 10 years ago, I wish I could have progressed this way. And and although Blake Griffin has made leaps and bounds in, in what he's been able to do on the court, Giannis has done it in half the amount of time, and the strides are just so much bigger. And, you know, he really did He did a great job of embarrassing himself tonight, you know, with his antics. But it's just pure frustration when, when you're looking at your opponent across from you and he is just, so much more than what you are and so much better when you had those aspirations for yourself. 
Um, and, and you could just you could see the frustration the entire game. And it was you know being a Bucks fan and a Giannis fan is it was fun to watch. It it sure is, Tanner. It's it's incredible that he's on he's on this team. And and I want to I feel weird like trying to tell fans how to watch Bucks basketball. But I like I want to make sure that people are enjoying this as much as they should be because we watched a lot of bad basketball for oh, a long, long, long time. And seeing the team win a game by 41, 44, and 24 in three straight games, it's incredible, it's incredible man. It is. It's incredible. Tanner, appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon. Yep, thank you. That's Tanner in West Bend. Join us at 414-799-1250. Live at 1057fmthefan.com. Wendy's Fresh Never Frozen Inbox. That's where Jake writes in. He said, Billy, I couldn't agree with you more, but I believe LeBron should be the MVP. The way that he plays and for what he has done for that team, that organization in the Lakers, I think he has the upper hand because of the resurgence that team has. Also, it's a bigger market than Milwaukee, and that will always stay true. Jake, I I understand that part of it. And yes, the West Coast is going to help. The market helps how much they're on national television helps, but the Bucs are on national TV as much as anybody, guys. On national TV, if you count NBA TV, which the Lakers are on tonight, so it's not just your team that gets those knots for and or for national television. It's like 35 dates a year for this season that they were on national TV, like 20 of them on TNT, ESPN, ABC combined. So... He's going to have his chances to showcase his candidacy for the MVP. But that market, part of it I do agree with Jake on. For what that resurgence for the Milwaukee, for the Los Angeles Lakers is and what he's done for that organization, LeBron just might get the nod over Giannis at this point in time. And still, I, I totally understand ton of basketball to be played. A ton. A lot of games left. A lot to be proved. And somebody could just take it. Russell Westbrook just took the MVP a couple of years ago. First dude to average a triple-double. You knew whoever did that was going to win the award. So, if one of these guys hauls off and does something crazy like that, then it's locked and shut. But at this particular point... It's Giannis, it's LeBron, it's 1A and 1B for the MVP right now today. And I do have to say, guys, I just I find it hard to believe that he's going to win it over that dude for what he means to this league and what he's done for basketball for his entire career at 34 years old. Is it right? No. Is it fair? No. I learned a lesson a long time ago. Life's not fair. So in, in that part of this... I don't know if it's comparable. I don't know if it's helpful. But it does appear to me that it's going to come down to these two for the MVP. And I just can't wait to watch it because Giannis is showing some some different stuff than he had last year and some different tenacity. And it's an X factor, that's for sure. Bryant Stratton College. Bobcat Athletics, guys, offering athletic scholarships and 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com for Bryant and Stratton College Athletics. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. More MVP conversation. We'll also hear a little bit of the conversation we had with John McLaughlin earlier today out at Blaine's Farm and Fleet for the 13th annual WSSP Toy Drive. Guys, once again, 
1057fmthefan.com right now. You can donate just on your computer, on your phone. It takes two minutes. You fill in a couple of different things. Put in the donation. You can do it right there. You can also come out for the next two days. We're there from 6A to 6P. Blaine's Farm and Fleet, 6th and Ross in Inno Creek. And also Bart and Chuck will be out at the Waukesha location of Blaine's Farm and Fleet coming up tomorrow from 4 to 6. This is the Big and Safe Pro's postgame show. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tosh. We're driven by Mercedes-Benz in Milwaukee North. We'll hear from the head coach and Matt Velasquez. Still a lot more to come to here on The Fan. Did that really just happen? It's time for the... Are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Bucks win again this one at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, Michigan. 127-103. Bucks, not a 40-point victory, but 24, so nothing to sneeze at. Uh, not for NBA history, though, as no team has done that ever. Won back-to-back-to-back games by 40 or more points. But twice already this year it's happened. For the Bucks and the Dallas Mavericks also did it. One of those wins uh, by 40-plus points by the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic was against the Golden State Warriors. My, how the mighty have fallen. 414-799-1250. Discussing this Bucks team, how good they really are, how good Giannis truly is, and also this MVP race, because I just find it fascinating. I want Giannis to repeat as much as anybody, guys. I really do. I think he deserves it. I think he's just a, a incredible belief, an incredible example of what this league and what pro sports is supposed to be. The guy is just like... It's it it says in our open. Like he's a caller said, just like the most likable guy you'll ever meet. He's like the and I, I hate saying this because I don't like putting this pressure on dudes that are 24, 25 years old, but when you play in the light and light like this, when you're in the spotlight like this, you are. It it is part of your not part of your duty, but it is part of your job. Maybe not your job description, but it is part of your job. It does come with it. That's a dude that you shouldn't be upset having your kids idolize like maybe it's not his role model but kids are going to idolize people that's the kind of dude like the just the hard work effort that he has the true nature of him the open the honesty like that that is what you want but I'm also going to say this that a lot of people don't like hearing that's also kind of LeBron James LeBron James lets you into his life I mean, you follow the dude on social media, you see what he's like. See him at his kids' basketball games. You see him for his enti- the entirety of his career. This kid was billed and delivered. He was billed as the greatest basketball player since Michael Jordan. He delivered to that. He was all that good and more and also never got in trouble. Never got a DUI. Never got caught with a bag in his pocket. Like, never messed up to the point of where so many people that are supposed to be this next great icon in pro sports. Bro, I never fell into that. What was the worst thing he did? Raised $3 million for the boys and girls clubs and and made himself look selfish, egotistical? That's fine by me. 
More guys do that in a week. I mean, that guy, what he does is what you've always wanted to see pro athletes kind of do. Now, is he a little bit more in your face? Sure. Maybe that's what people don't like about him. But from promised to delivery, he's kind of done that. But to me, it also does appear that Giannis is on the fast track to doing similar stuff. Not being billed the way LeBron James was, but continuing to deliver and continuing to get better, continuing to play both ends of the floor, be in that MVP conversation for a decade. LeBron's done it for now over a decade. He's 34 years old, and at this particular point, in the NBA season, if the award game out today, I do believe my vote would go to LeBron. Do I think a lot of people will vote that same way? Yes, because some other things. But do I believe that maybe he is like signed, sealed, delivered as that MVP? No. Too much basketball to be played. But to me, it's 1A, 1B right now. Giannis, LeBron, and I think it's going to be Pick one of those two. Like, they could make the ballot, and it's one of those two. T's on the north side at 414-799-1250. What's up, T? Uh, it's, it's P, like, uh, I don't know, popcorn. Oh, P. Okay, you know? sorry, P. Yeah. I yep, bet, man. Yep. Good win by the buck. Man, I'm booing you and throwing tomatoes at you, man. How you gonna <laughs> vote LeBron? I know, on, man. I know, man. And, and, and that's the part of it. Like, I'm also trying to put myself in the voting, like, the eyes of the voters. You know they don't want to give it to the same dude two years in a row. I just know they don't want to. Yeah, that ain't got nothing to do with it, man. Doesn't mean it's fair. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Look, LeBron, he balling, you know, which he's always played this well. He's playing the role that he should have been playing his whole life, which was point guard. But, you know, he's over there with a top five player in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Last year, that's what LeBron really looks like when you give him a team that looks like the Milwaukee Bucks. He needs a top five player in the NBA to do what he's doing. Giannis has been performing in under 32 minutes a game a couple weeks without Chris Middleton. They even looked better, and I'm not knocking Chris. I'm just saying, you know, they built chemistry. Giannis has mm-hmm. been playing at such a high level and has this team bought in, there's no way you cannot say Giannis is not repeating as MVP. Thirty. What, you, what is he? 30 he's averaging 30 points, 13 boards, and almost six assists. Man, come on. That's crazy, man. And at least and a block and a half and probably a steal per game. A block and a half, a steal and a half a game. He's shooting about 57% from the field, and he doesn't have another top five player in the NBA on his team. P, I'll, agree. On, I'll, I'll say this one thing. If the if the word valuable does mean something in that award, Giannis is at the top of the list for sure because he well, is yeah, the most they, valuable they the, to his team. Yeah. They, they put the word on on the trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to give it to him, man. You got to appreciate the call, P. Good stuff, no doubt. And and the toughest part about it to me is, like I said, I just I believe that. The numbers for what he is doing and what he is doing for this team, there isn't a player that does what Giannis does in this league. But when the voters come down to it, I'm just continuing to look at what I've seen for years and years and years. 
I just feel like they're going to give it to the older dude. But what P just said is kind of true. Like, this is what Giannis is doing now, more similar to what LeBron did with the Booby Gibson team, right? Zagowskis and all those guys when they went and played the Spurs and got blown out in four games. But, like, he took that team to the finals. He was the most valuable player to his team than anybody else in the league. Guys won the won the award four times. So it's not like they haven't given LeBron the respect to that point. He also doesn't have defensive player of the year to his name, which he probably should. So I mean, like, there's there's parts of the debate that I think are great. There's parts of it that are frustrating. And the one that's the most frustrating to me is the one that P and I were just talking about. If the word valuable does mean something in that award, it has to go to LeBron. It has to go to Giannis at this part at this juncture right now. But if it goes on the best player, guy that had the best year, that's so subjective. And that opens when you have subjectivity, you allow people to make decisions that you don't dictate early. You don't make the decision for the committee. I think Giannis is making the decision pretty clear. Like, he needs to be one or two. So if you're not going to put him at one, I don't know how you drop him down to to three. And I don't see anybody taking those guys over. Outside of if Luka is able to do what he's doing for the entirety of the season, he might have a chance to be in that debate. But the way Giannis is playing, the way this team plays around him, and the way the entire organization is fixated around 34, is built around Giannis, he is the most valuable to his team. But, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Is he the most valuable to the league? LeBron James is going to have something to say about that, and and the league is going to love to uh, talk about him being a part of that as well. 414-799-1250. want to bring you a couple of things from the conversation we had with John McLaughlin. He talked about Giannis and just what, what I was just saying, what he has done for the entire fixture of the Milwaukee area for this organization and for the team that has John McLaughlin's jersey up in the rafters. Well, you realize it was a perfect storm, right, with the new owners, the new building, and and Peter Fagan did a phenomenal job of getting that building. And if you go in that building, I think you guys have been, but I don't know if you've taken time to walk around it. They've done things that are very fan-friendly and very inviting. So you add that at the same time with the Bucks and Giannis. I mean, you, you can't control stuff like that when things like that happen, you know? Back in the day, I guess the Lombardi era, you could control more of those things. You can't today. And it, it, it's been the beneficiary has been the state of Wisconsin, the city of Milwaukee, no question. No doubt about it. I mean, we have definitely benefited from what this team, what this organization, and the draft pick of Giannis Tetacumbo has done for this organization. Then asking John as one of those guys that was a role player around, and, and the term role player some people take disrespect to, I tend to believe that it just means more because it shows that not only can you perform, but perform in the exact function that the team needs for you the most to do, 
and doing it at an exceptional level around somebody and understanding that the show can't just be about you. I think Chris Middleton is a tremendous role player for the role that he fits. He's the second scorer on the team with the best player in the league. So, like, you you have to fill in a certain spot, you have to do a certain thing, and you have to be able to check your ego sometimes at the door. Ask John McLaughlin about his beliefs on the fit of Chris Middleton. Well, first of all, I like him because he's a good person, and he wants to do good things, and he, and he works hard, and he's liked by his teammates. So I'm always influenced by that. Um, because there's been a lot of players that are really good, but they, they don't impact their teammates positively. They might get numbers, but they don't impact. And he does. Um, I think he's really important to the team because we need his offense. We need his shooting. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know. Is he the best shooter on the team? Probably. I'm not talking about Corver just in his prime just overall. And, and the one thing he does. Sure. Uh, Best mid-range shooter on the team, probably. If we're going to win it, Chris Middleton has to be big time throughout. And if they're going to be able to win it, he needs to be a major part. So does Eric Bledsoe, says Johnny Mack. important position. When he's good, he's really good. I'm impressed by his strength and his power. And he, and he has an ability, if you've noticed this, when he penetrates on a guy, once he turns past that player, it's a beeline straight sure to the is. basket. And he gets a guy on his shoulder, they can't stop him. I'm very impressed with him. He does work hard. He wants to do well, but he can't fade in, in big series mm-hmm. or big games. Yep. It's too big of a position. But if you're going to win it all, none of them can. Really, that's the best quote that he said right here, and, and I want to play it one more time. But if you're going to win it all, none of them can. Nobody can fade in the big moments of the NBA playoffs if the Bucks are going to be able to win it all. But... John McLaughlin says uh, he hasn't been able to say that in a while, and he believes it about this team. I have not spoken the words, we could win a championship since 74. If you had to pick today, you'd say the Bucks have to be the team for sure. favorite to come out of the East. If everybody stays healthy and everything stays the same, no question about it. Because besides Giannis, who I do think if he maintains, he's MVP again. Uh, because he's doing more than putting points on. He does more. He does everything, both ends. You know, he plays it all. The fact that they did improve in terms of depth and shooting, I would think that uh, we're, we're looking at, at a finals. I hope so. And it's because of the entire team, not just 34, as to why Johnny Mack believes that this team can reach the pinnacle of the NBA, but also because of the players around Giannis and the type of player, type of person he is. And I think the person is also a major factor in that equation. This hour on The Fan is brought to you by McCormick Law Office. Dan McCormick, your auto accident and work injury attorney. It's the injury report here on The Fan Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Injury report looks much better because Brooke Lopez was back tonight and Sterling Brown still uh, a coach's decision, though, tonight as to why Sterling Brown missed the game. So the injury still has him listed as out, but we'll also get a little bit more clarification from Mike Budenholzer. We're going to hear from him coming up next as to what the extent of the injury is, how much longer we see Sterling Brown being out with that AC joint 
uh, but it did say that he was going to be available for tonight's game. That, courtesy of reports from our own Matt Velasquez. He joins us at 9.30. The Bucks win by 24 tonight, 127-103, and we're talking about it with you at 414-799-1250. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby. Tausch, appreciate you hanging out. Pick and safe. Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North right here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Oh, yeah. Talk about entanglement. Yeah, I'm you, there's something going something on. Something is going on. You would think. Mm, yeah. We got to see it play out for us. That's Jim Paschke and Marcus Johnson on the call. Giannis just ending Blake Griffin packing as he tried to take it to the rim. Uh, Blake Griffin decided to start a little skirmish with Giannis at Tetacumbo. Decided that he was going to step over the reigning defending MVP of the National Basketball Association. That did not work out well for our uh, little buddy Blake. That did not go did not go well. I'm excited to hear from Matt Velasquez coming up here next because he is going to tell us what Giannis said in the locker room. And I can only imagine that 34 did not mince mince words. Like if he's he's not going to come out and say I hate that dude as much as I would like him to because that would be just tremendous audio for us to have. Just just like some of the best audio we could have. But I'd prefer that he doesn't say that. What I do want to hear Giannis say is something about the 13-game winning streak, what that kind of means. Because Matt Velasquez and I are on kind of the same plane. We both believe that it means something, and these players do believe that it means something. But to what it means, I don't exactly know. So I'm excited to hear what Giannis says about that. Also excited to hear um, if he mentions Chris Middleton because of the brawl and and not anything else. So we'll hear uh, what Giannis had to say from Matt Velasquez coming up here in about seven minutes from right now. But first, it's time to hear from the head coach, Mike Budenholzer, our coach's corner with Schneider over 80 years. They've been offering great careers and great benefits. More home time than anybody else. Visit SchneiderJobs.com. Call them four one or call them at one 44 pride This is the Pick and Save Probes postgame show, and this is Mike Budenholzer on the fan. What do you think of the press kind of standing up for you on this yeah, no, I mean, it's, I think just it's good. They all cover for each other. They all um, care about each other. And, um, and I think Chris is there for Giannis. They've played a lot of games together. They've been through a lot together. So um, it's not surprising, and you know, I think it's a good thing. For you with Giannis, sometimes when things do get chippy, things falls start to go, he starts to have some of his own falls. What do you think of his composure tonight to kind of handle that? Yeah, I think it's good. You know, I think he's really grown. Um, and, and really, he was, I, I thought I was... You know, I think it was something that we talked about and his focus and, and improvement in that area last year, early to, to middle, and I just it, it stayed, and he's carried it into this year. You know, every night I think people are throwing a lot of things at him, and uh, he handles it well. I think the way he communicates and talks with the referees, and we all get frustrated at times, but I think his composure and his kind of professionalism with them is good, and, um, you know, it's important to him in his career. Coach, it's now 13 wins in a row, and it's easy to kind of get happy and enjoy it. How impressed are you with the way the guys continue to stay locked in and focused? 
Yeah, um, you know, it's it's you know we lean on our daily routines, lean on our process, just kind of get ready to come and play basketball and do what we do kind of every day, and um, you know take care of the defensive end of the court, play unselfishly, all the things that we preach, and um, you know good things usually happen when you kind of follow that. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, you know, I thought, I don't know what Irsan's line was, but I thought Irsan did a lot of things well, made just some timely plays. And I thought that that group in the first half, um, you know, had some good stretches too. And, um, you know, Giannis got to stay, uh, you know, I think the end of the second quarter, although the very end of the second quarter was not very good, but the first, you know, or the between five and two, five and one, I thought that group really uh, was good, and Giannis was able to stay and get a little extra rest. Giannis, four for eight from the three-point line tonight. I know we're getting used to him knocking some more of those down. What do you think of where he lines up that 30-footer tonight from just straight on? Yeah, no, I mean, there's, you know, some of those that it looks like he's getting into a really good rhythm. I love to see a few of the catch and shoots, you know, and um, obviously the off the dribbles, he's going to have lots of opportunities for those. So I think he's mixing in. Um, you know, shooting them and, and still attacking and playing with his teammates. And um, I love to see him shoot the threes and him, get, you know, continue to grow and gain confidence in it. When you're watching him, is that the next step, those catch and shoot rather than like the rhythm dribble ones? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, it's still a little bit of a habit is to kind of still put the ball down. Um, but, you know, I think the last, for sure, the last couple games, maybe more, he's starting to, you know, come into that rhythm a little bit, coming to the top off a of screen, and um, hopefully more off of penetration, whether it be Blatt or Chris or whoever it is, he can, you know, get to where he's just catching and shooting. But he's in a good place. You know, he just needs to keep playing, taking what the game gives him. You went 12 deep off, you know, in the first half. Um, that's not normally something you do. Why, why was that the move to make? Yeah, you know, I just I felt like DJ played really well the other night. DJ historically has been good against uh, Detroit. So, you know, that was really that we have been playing 11. Um, so, you know, I think throwing DJ out there, just kind of rewarding him for the other night. And also he's done well against these guys. So we went to a 12th guy, which, you know, um, it's not easy, but I think our guys are, you know, they're all just, you know, I think willing to do whatever it takes for us to win. Yeah, I thought overall he was good. You know, I think um, he's such a smart player and does things on both ends of the court that we really value. And um, you know, so I think he took advantage of his opportunity again. That's pretty cool stuff by Mike Budenholzer talking about rewarding a guy like DJ Wilson for how well he played in garbage time a couple of days ago. 19 points, I mean, he was stroking it from deep, too. So, I mean, if you're going to reward somebody for shooting 8 of 9 from the floor and put him in a little bit earlier in the game, that's that's why DJ Wilson got in. And understandably so, that's really, really cool and stuff you want to hear as a player from your head coach as to how he's making his decisions on the floor. Two minutes away, we're going to take a quick time out here on the Pick and Save Pro postgame show and hear from Matt Velasquez of the Journal Sentinel. He is with us next on the Pick and Save Pro postgame show here on The Fan. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. My favorite time of the show, our opportunity to catch up with Matt Velasquez, beat writer, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, 
JS Online. Matt underscore Velasquez on Twitter. Saw you follow his coverage of the Milwaukee Bucks. Matt, appreciate the time, man. A fun one again from Little Caesars Arena up there in Detroit. But Giannis Antetokounmpo, having the conversation tonight about him and LeBron, I think it's going to be 1A, 1B when this comes down to the MVP award at the end of the year. Now, I know Luke is going to have something to say about it. James Harden always is going to have something to say about it. But for, for me right now, what Giannis did again tonight, showcasing after somebody tried to maybe punk him a little bit and Blake Griffin, uh, he's not going to play those games anymore at all this year. He is a different cat when it comes to that, Matt. Like, he is not going to take any of that nonsense. No, no, he's not taking that nonsense. I, we, I cut out for a second, so I wasn't sure where things were, but I think we're back now. Um, but he's not taking the nonsense. He's not dealing with it. Um, he, he also was able to, to push down the urge to, um, to kind of get into it. Um, but he, he was able to just, you know, keep it to, to basketball, keep his focus to where it needed to be. And he was great. And going to the MVP conversation, I, I th- as I think I said, uh, you know, on the, the Journal Sentinels podcast that we had today, uh, he, he's currently my choice for MVP. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Um, but, you know, it, the rest of the season, you, you mentioned those guys, you know, LeBron, Harden, Luka. Like, those guys are all going to be up there. Kawhi, too. Um, yeah. It's, it's, his, it's, it's his, uh, his trophy. He's going to have to defend it. Yeah, and, and I mean, he's doing a great job of doing it. He's he's definitely defending it every night. Now, the quote uh, here that you just tweeted out after Eric Name asked Giannis about the altercation, he says, quote, actually nothing. At that point, I was, like, tired. I was like, they're going to do this all night. At first, I was, like, trying to talk back, trying to let them know. I'm like, this is more than basketball. We can stop playing basketball. We can fight. At the end of the day, my teammates want me in the game. My teammates want me to keep my head in the game. And I was like, whatever, at this point whatever then chris middleton steps in and when people want to talk about there's not a a dennis rodman type on this team and not a, not a charles oakley type on this team chris middleton's not that but i think it was important and marcus johnson talked about it to have your second best player go over and say dude that was a bad decision by you to play griffin yeah no there's definitely not too many guys on this team that were built for the 90s um you know like, like that um but chris middleton you know he saw Giannis take an elbow from Blake Griffin to the to the face. You know he saw the situation that had just unfolded with him and, and Bruce Brown. Uh, you know and Blake stepping over Giannis and he came over and what he basically had to say was that was two unnecessary, uh, you know, uh, altercations or you know hits after after the whistle and he just wanted to basically tell him that's enough. And Giannis, you know, for his part, you know he he said that meant a lot to him to he didn't get to totally see how things went down, um, but. You know, because people walked in front of him and all that. But right. He said for Chris to, to, to step in and to, um, you know, have his back like that and to say something on his behalf and defend him. Uh, he goes, yeah, that's my big bro. You know, I, I've always had his back, you know, and I, I have it even more now. So those two guys have a, have a pretty solid, solid, strong relationship, and it's only getting stronger, apparently. It was really cool to, to hear and, and understand more of, how close those guys became just dueling it out in practice and both wanting to be the best player on the team when when they were in their younger ages in this organization. And now to where the team is at, it it is cool to see Chris Middleton see this thing through and be a part of it once it comes out on the other side. Do you kind of agree with that? Oh, yeah. I mean, these are the two guys. I mean, they got here the first year I was here, so I feel some – 
feel some type of you know relationship there because that's the first year I was around the team, you know, covering those guys way back then. Um, you know, and I've seen them kind of grow and mature and and become leaders of this team. Where they they were coming into a pretty weird locker room, not a great locker room. Yeah. And the culture, the I mean, everything about this team is so different uh, than like 2013, 2014. It's it's incredible. Uh, but they're the two guys who are the holdovers uh, for every single moment of all of it. Uh, and so they they definitely have that that strong connection. And for those guys, you know, whatever comes next, uh, it's going to be a lot because of them. Talking with Matt Velasquez, Matt underscore Velasquez on Twitter if you want to follow along with his coverage of the Milwaukee Bucks. He writes for the Journal Sentinel, JS Online. Subscribe today. Online version is just platinum, especially if you're like me and you use it on your phone or your tablet. You can take it anywhere with you. Matt, to, to this point, now I, I ask you this every single time you come on with me, 19-3, and 3, 22 games in, and now we finally don't have we, – we see the light at the end of the tunnel – it's Clippers, it's Bucks on Friday night. Just how big of a matchup is this for these two teams? Oh, it's it's about as big as, you know, December regular season games get. I don't want to overhype it. You know, I'm not going to say this is the, the, the game of the year, you know, though it you know, could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think that as December regular season games get, I mean, this is as exciting as you, as you can draw it up. Uh, you know, you have, you know, Giannis and the Bucks, the reigning MVP, uh, on a 13-game win streak as a team, and then you have you know the new look Clippers with Kawhi Leonard who who bested Giannis and bested the Bucks last year in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, you have Paul George over there. You have the fact that the Bucks and Clippers already played without those two superstars, and the Bucks won that game at Staples. Uh, everybody should be healthy. Everybody should be available to play. Um, you know this is this is the marquee game. This is the game that I'm sure a lot of Bucks fans circled on their calendars uh, probably this summer when the when the schedule came out. And if you're going to try and go to a game, this is definitely <laughs> a great one to go to. Yeah, no doubt about it. And they were doing uh, a sale today for Giannis's birthday. It was like 90, 95 bucks or whatever for a ticket to the Clippers game and the Magic game on that following Monday. And I'm sitting here in the studio looking like. I thought you'd pay 95 bucks just to get to the Clipper game. So I don't know how that's not a package everybody was taking advantage of. I mean, to, to be able to be at that game, there's – especially for, for, like, our job, we talk about a Packer game all week long, and we build it up all week long. I feel like I've been doing the same thing with this Clippers-Bucks game on Friday night, so I'm finally excited for it just to be here already. And and we get to see what these two teams look like with at full strength, like you just mentioned. It, it's going to be pretty sweet. Uh, final thing for you, Matt, as we turn the page once again to to where this streak goes. If it win, if the Bucks win on Friday night, it's 14 straight. Then the next real test comes against the Dallas Mavericks at the possibility of 19 straight. John McLaughlin was with us earlier today on the uh, Wendy's Big Show live from the toy drive that we're doing. And he spoke to what that kind of a streak means and how much faith and how much work it takes each and every day. How much do you think this streak actually means to these guys, to a man? I know they won't say it in front of a microphone. Yeah, I mean, I I know that they very much know that they're at 13 wins in a row. I think they're very aware of how many wins they have and what they've been doing, and they're very proud of it. Um, You know, if they they lose the streak, they're going to, you know, rightfully and likely say uh, oh yeah you know this this streak it was fine but you know we're, we're trying for something more we're, we're building towards something bigger and we're worried about the playoffs and all that you know but nobody in that locker room wants to lose the streak I mean when you have a streak like that 
Like, you want to keep it going. You want to keep playing well. You want to keep beating teams. You know, this team, you know, as evidenced by, you know, the way they've played this year, the way they've played last year, the way they responded to losses, they don't like to lose. You know, they are a bunch of proud, competitive guys. And, you know, they're not necessarily playing for the streak. They're playing because they love to win. And, and they want to be the best version of themselves every time they're out there. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're coming at it from a place that's pretty positive. They're not scared of losing the streak. They're excited about keeping the streak. And, you know, they're going to have a pretty tough test at keeping it on Friday, and I'm excited I'll be in the building. That's a really good way to put it because to, to say, like, you don't know that it's happening I think is just wrong and, and dumb. But on the other hand, like, you, people are trying to call out, like, they play two teams with winning records, yada, 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 but other teams play that same part of the schedule and don't win every single night. So there's there's part of it to be proud of, and then there's also, like you said, part of it to know this isn't the ultimate goal that we want and win 20 straight games. It's to win four straight and win the yeah, last game and of they, the year. They, and they've also won the past three games by over 100 points combined. It's not it's not like they're just you know kind of sleepwalking their way through these games as part of the schedule. They are they're laying a smackdown at least recently. I mean that hasn't been the case uh, through all of this streak. Uh, for sure. Uh, you, even that Cleveland game was a little bit too close for comfort at some points. Mm-hmm. But the, the last three games, you know, they, they've just been, you know, hitting a point in the game where they just, you know, keep going. And the other team, they're just, you know, totally unable to do anything about it. Matt, I just hope people are, are making some money on this Milwaukee Bucks team because they made everybody a bunch of money last year being the team that covered at the biggest clip ever it was at 63 percent and i know they're covering a lot of spreads this year like you said the last three nights we could all be getting rich off what this team is doing matt appreciate it man we'll talk on friday night all right absolutely i heard something before the game i think the spread was like nine and they were like hey if i if i give you 20 uh would you take the pistons uh because i guess the spread was before luke Kennard was out somebody in the media room was talking about that and they're like yeah i might take the pistons but i I wouldn't feel good about it and they shouldn't have felt good about it no no you should not feel good about that you should not feel good about betting the pistons against the milwaukee bucks thanks matt appreciate it man all right we'll talk to you guys that's Matt Velasquez joining us here uh, on the Pick and Safe Probes postgame show on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Uh, if you're looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance 2019, look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. I'm not kidding about what the Bucks did last year to to the spread, guys. Like they were they were the best team against the spread last year uh, out of anybody. They, they covered at like a 63% clip, I think, was what the game ended up being last year or what the final number was. Now, through 2019, they're at 11-11 and 11 this year. So, I mean, they're right down the pipe in the middle there. But uh, I'm excited to see what that spread is against the Clippers on, on Friday night. Not just for, you know, my personal reasons, but... Just because I, I like knowing what these other t- entities uh, believe in our team. Yeah, that's what it was. Pick and Save Probes post game show driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North inside the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin Studios. We appreciate Pella being on board, and we also appreciate Pella for what they do for you and just how much they're going to, how much you're going to enjoy having your windows replaced by Pella windows and doors. Guys, their team is, they are a replacement team. That's what they are doing. They are trying to replace your windows now and make it the most satisfying experience that you could possibly have. Guys, first, imagine this. Your home can be so much more energy efficient in just one day. Just one day. And even in the wintertime, Pella windows and doors 
installs year-round. They replace year-round is when they start their work and end their work. This is how it works out. First, a Pella-certified install specialist comes in to replace your window, seals off the entire room for the rest of the house. Then they remove that old leaky, uh, I, I want to say a different word, but I don't want to put that in Gina's read. They take that bad window. We'll just use that three-letter word for the uh, five-letter word that I was going to use. You take that window out. They're going to replace it before they move on to the next one. They're going to fill that space with a brand-new, energy-efficient Pella window in just a matter of minutes. Not one, not two, but nine different varieties to fit all of your different tastes. If it's luxurious wood that you like, if it's fiberglass, if it's vinyl, whichever kind of Pella window you want to fit the look of your room. And it doesn't even have to just be the same one. Like, if you want one wood and one vinyl because it goes different with the paint in your house and instead of doing the windows and painting and you just want to keep it the same and just order two different ones just do it they're going to work with you at Pella windows and doors and they're going to give you the best limited lifetime warranty on all wood windows and give you financing options for every single budget guys innovations they got them you don't even use window screens in the winter enjoy the view year round and get award-winning roll screens that practically disappear right out of view in the brand new Pella windows guys replace now and save zero percent apr financing for 48 months and once again they have financing to fit every single budget so don't think that this offer doesn't isn't part isn't for you don't don't believe that take this and go schedule your free no obligation consultation today at pellawi.com on approved credit also certain restrictions apply see your showroom for details go into the pella windows and doors of wisconsin experience center talk to gina della talk to matt streb talk to david conrad they're all going to help put you in the windows that you want and you need today to make your family as comfortable and keep your house as energy efficient throughout the winter as you need because guys you're going to want to save as much money as you can to go to bucks games and see Giannis. don't have your family knitting sweaters and blankets in the winter take them to a bucks game you know how you do that by saving some money on your energy bill and calling Pella Windows and Doors to replace those bad windows you have today. This is the Pick and Save Pro's post-game show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. There's still time for you. We're going to hear from DJ Wilson with one of my favorites, who's also going to be at the Toy Drive, 6th and Ross and Blaine's Farm and Fleet in Oak Creek at 9 a.m. Coming up on Friday, Zora Stevenson, Fox Sports Wisconsin. That's next here on the Pick and Save Pro's post-game show on the fan. All the details. Did that really just happen? It's time for the... Are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Couple of good are you kidding me moments in this game tonight. Bucks and Pistons. Bucks end up winning at 127-103. 13 straight W's. Also, that's 35 points again from Giannis tonight. And Blake Griffin, uh, thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. You're part of the reason why Giannis decided to do it. Uh, This is the first thing that started Blake Griffin and Giannis Atetokounmpo tonight at Little Caesars Arena. Takeaway contact, and this foul will be on Giannis. It's his second. Giannis has got to be careful. Those are the ones I'm not crazy about. 
The gambles near midcourt. And that was actually Blake Griffin hitting Giannis in the face, and Giannis gets the foul for it. So then why don't we fast forward a little bit later on in the game into the third quarter. Blake Griffin thought he was going to walk over the MVP. Giannis works against Griffin. Double team. And the foul, I believe, yes. Giannis goes down. Griffin steps over the MVP. He didn't just step over him. He pushed him down. And he Middleton is letting him know about it. He pushed him down, and, and that's what you're supposed to do if you're Chris Middleton. Because Blake initiated some totally unnecessary contact. And we talked about something going on between these two players, and, and, and you saw it demonstrated on that possession right there. They'll replay this. Blake Griffin had all of it coming for him, and then Giannis uh, starts going to work. Drew three straight fouls on Blake Griffin. This the third. One, two, three, the old-fashioned way. Four former Milwaukee Bucks on this Detroit roster. Two assistant coaches are here. Tim Gergerich, John Sweeney. Mm. And, just... and that is Giannis going through Griffin again. The many uh, an hour, as you mentioned, rebounding. and Yeah, the rebounding, the assisting, everything. Giannis doing it all. And then, I mean, if this, if there was a coup de grace, to the whole thing. Uh, this was Giannis just finishing Blake Griffin, like in the old Mortal Kombat when they say, finish him. Track of that corner three-point shooter. That's the shortest three-point shot. Now he's making deep threes. Wow. Giannis from about four feet behind the line. They called it Brook Lopez range on the broadcast a little bit later on there. That one was deep from Giannis. And if he's hitting them from back there... Uh, this is going to be a very, very fun year that we're going to have on this Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, guys. I can tell you that. If he's hitting threes from out there, there's going to be something different because we knew Giannis was going to be able to step into the ones from straight on, you know, toes just about on that line. He drew that one up. Giannis scored 10 straight points on Blake Griffin tonight. Nine straight after Blake Griffin decided that he was going to disrespect Giannis as he did. And I read you the quote. I'll read it to you one more time. As Eric Name, who's going to join the Wendy's Big Show coming up tomorrow at 4.40.80, he joined the boys on the morning show a little bit earlier today. He asked Giannis uh, about the foul by Bruce Brown and then being stepped over by Blake Griffin, the one that ended up with three technicals. Bruce Brown was charged with one. Blake Griffin was charged with one. And then Chris Middleton for stepping in and uh, ending the nonsense. Giannis's quote was actually nothing. At that point, I was like tired. I was like, they're going to do this all night. At first, I was like trying to talk back, trying to let him know. I'm like, this is more than basketball. We can stop playing basketball. We can fight if you want. At the end of the day, my teammates want me in the game. My teammates want me to keep my head in the game. And I was like, whatever. It's whatever at this point. And to be able to have that kind of maturity um, on the eve of Giannis's 25th birthday, as we're about two hours away from Giannis turning 25. Guys, I'm there. I'm not that calm, cool, and collected when somebody disrespects me like that. I, I wish I had a little bit more of Giannis's demeanor in me. I do. That would uh, make me probably a much better person. Take a look at some of the scores around the NBA. Just two games still in action, one on NBA TV. That is the Lakers all over the Utah Jazz right now in Utah, 94-75. Anthony Davis leading all scores with 26 points. He's also got six boards and an assist. LeBron James, 18 points, 12 dimes, and three 
boards in 25 minutes of action. Elsewhere around uh, midway or just ending in the fourth quarter, this one is just about over in earning interest. Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks get another win, 118-111. The score with about 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter right now in Dallas. Two minutes left in the second quarter. It is the Blazers down by one against the Sacramento Kings, 58-57. Other finals across the association. The Hornets up and the Warriors. They're now 4-19. and Golden State 2-12 and away from San Francisco, 106-91. 128-114, the Magic take care of the Suns in Orlando. The Heat fall in Beantown today. Celtics take care of Miami, 112-93. The Nets get a road win against the Hawks in Atlanta, 130-118. Pacers, 107. Thunder, 100 in Oklahoma City. And the Bulls get a victory at home, now 4-7 and at the United Center, 9-14 and overall. They beat the John Morant Liss. Memphis Grizzlies 106 to 99 tonight at the UC. Coming up next for the Milwaukee Bucks, it is this Friday. Game we've all been waiting for for pretty much the entire season now as Nat Velasquez said it. It is going to finally happen Clippers against the Bucks at Pfizer Forum and right now if you want to go to that game the Bucks have an offer for Giannis's birthday that starts up coming up tomorrow. I mean this is when his birthday is tomorrow. His 20 25th birthday. Just talked about this dude for the last like hour and a half possibly being a back-to-back MVP. And his 25th birthday is tomorrow. But there's great stuff to celebrate. You can get a ticket to Friday night's game against the LA Clippers. And a ticket to Monday night's game at Pfizer Forum against the Orlando Magic. And you're going to get a sweet custom Eric Bledsoe hat on Monday. Right now, only for 95 bucks. So go to MilwaukeeBucks.com slash Giannis Birthday for that special offer. Also, 1057FMTheFan.com is where you can donate right now from your house, from your smartphone, for the toy drive benefiting Children's Wisconsin and Robbins. As we're back out there tomorrow, starting up 6A to 6P. David Stearns, Brewers General Manager, is on with us at 5. Sidney Moncrief has a special announcement at 4. We'll be back with the Wendy's Big Show. Bucks win again tonight. Co-added again on Friday. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.